Hi guys, I'm Mahin. I'm Mishma. Welcome to C2K. C2K stands for Kalamata Karachi, a podcast where we talk about everything from pop culture to brown girl things. Come chat with us. An announcement to start with, uh, if you haven't seen our Instagram, uh, we are going bi-weekly from now. Uh, we decided we were a little too ambitious with our schedules, but, um, too. <laughs> but you'll see us every once in two weeks now. But we still uh, release episodes on Sundays um, and we're excited to be back. Uh, well, since it's been two weeks since we saw you guys, um, how are you, Maheen? How um, did anything exciting happen? Uh, in these two weeks. <laughs> I'm good. Well, aside from work, something low-key exciting did happen, but I'll just brush upon it. Guess who I met? <laughs> well, not met fangirls over at a wedding a few days ago. Is it anyone we know? I mean, no of. <laughs> Is it someone famous? You met someone yeah. famous? Someone famous, like famous. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me guess. Oscar award-winning famous. Oh, wait, what? Did he say Air Rahman? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did he come to Pakistan? Lupita Nyong'o. What was she doing in Pakistan? I know, I couldn't believe it myself. And I was, I was so creepy. I was just like, I just went up to her. I was like, hey, love your dance moves. Crazy. Like such an insane, random thing. But yeah. That is so funny. So now are you related? So in my funny. dreams. <laughs> that is always, you know, when I was young and, you, you know, like you would go to a wedding and you suddenly see someone from your school at the wedding and the immediate thought was, are we related now? Oh my God, literally. Oh, we haven't even announced this week's topic. Guys, we have something super exciting lined up for this week. One of our favorite topics of conversation. Mish, you want to introduce it? Yes, so we are going to be talking about rom-coms. We love watching rom-coms. We love hate watching. We love actually and ironically watching them. (laughs) And uh, today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite rom-coms, least favorite ones, tropes, everything. Um, And then we're going to play a little game at the end. So stay tuned. But okay, Um, what would you say is your favorite rom-com ever like go to rom-com feel good rom-com I okay I feel like this is cheating because we technically did a full episode on this but I think it's Pride and Prejudice oh my god it's it's, it's a comfort movie so I watch it like all the time yeah but I also love watching some like older teen movies I think those are my favorites like I love watching Legally Blonde Clueless. I don't know if they like are considered rom coms in this yeah, sense because they're not like older. Rom-com. So it's like a teen movie category. But I think those are my comfort watches. Like I would put them on and watch them again and again. What about definitely. you? Like early two thousands rom coms were were it. Yeah, it have got here. So many like a walk to remember. Oh my god, it just oh my god. The man. Walk to remember is. Probably one of my favorite movies ever. And I would say, you know how we always talk about how the book is always better than the movie? If yeah. there is one movie that is what? infinitely better than the book, it is A Walk to Remember. Oh my God, I agree. Totally. 
like that movie just took, I mean I read the book there was a I, I went through a Nicholas Sparks phase like I had read all the books Same and there. I was like oh this is this is romantic but um like the walk to remember book is it, it's good I'm not saying like I cried like I loved it when I read it but oh, then the movie just does something so special like oh yeah. my gosh I feel like also acting in the movie yeah I think in the book they really uh, Jamie like comes across as just a very bland character sometimes but I feel like yes. Mandy Moore literally gave life to her like I, I oh my gosh she's so good she wasn't movie. fleshed out enough in the book which is mm. which is strange because usually I would say Nicholas Sparks has slightly stronger female characters not in the sense like strong independent but more like mm. three-dimensional something about that movie always makes me cry I watched it first when I was probably I don't know, 12, 13, my aunt made me watch it and she was like, this is the greatest movie ever. Oh, it's so and good. Like, and they're ever. so we cute, like, both of them. Did you know that they like had a crush on each other like while they were doing yes. the movie? Yes. I, I think mean. it's so romantic. That's, you know, okay, I always, like it's it's kind of heartbreaking but it's also very bittersweet when you like years later you hear like, oh, these two actors like actually liked each other but they like never acted upon it. And years later, they both are like, wait, what? I think this happened with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Really? Um, yeah, apparently both of them liked each other when they did speak, oh but they like God. never told each other or anything. And then it came I up, I think, in interviews. And I'm like, no, like it's been so many years. It's so funny. I think it's so cute, but sad in the same way. But you know, what, one of my other all-time favorite movies is but I've been re- I've been thinking about it a lot lately and how problematic it is but I don't want to see it and view it as problematic she's all that oh yeah yeah I think I think that is definitely a trope we should talk about um yeah, is sure. the whole makeover trope I up. think the makeover trope just bothered me so much like sometimes it's fun like but then the ways and heard is so bad like Agreed. Even in TV series, like, have you ever watched any version of Ugly Betty? I know that there's like so many. Yes. That is like, because they, I know that they, it, it was technically a telenovela that they like remade, and then um, there was a newer telenovela that came out sometime. We oh, just came out recently, I saw. Yeah, and there's a Hindi TV series that really, yeah, um, it's called Jassy. I forgot the full like name and it's literally the same thing it is ugly betty but in like india and i watched that as a kid and i was like eating it up but it's so bad but yeah i hated the makeover trope it's always so bad um the only time i have liked it i know we we, so we're trying to keep this episode strictly hollywood just because if we went into bollywood movies we'll have to talk too much so we'll do a whole other episode of bollywood movies but i'll just bring up this movie uh why am i blanking on its name sanam teri kasam have you watched that i haven't okay it's really sad i won't spoil the ending but in that movie it was really cute because the guy is like giving her a makeover allowed to get another guy but he always liked her before and he gives hints of that later which is actually pretty cute but uh yeah i that's otherwise... kind of like um that's kind of like miscongeniality right yes what's his face max is that his name or matthew i don't remember anyway he yeah. the other detective guy he definitely was feeling her but he never yes. admitted it until way later 
Yeah, that's always a nice thing. Be like, but I think it's also just a little fake where you're trying to make the guy look good by saying he liked her before she was before, pretty. Before, like oh he's such God. a nice guy, and you're supposed to feel like what grateful for that's him good. that he liked you before, which is, that's which is ridiculous, right? Stupid. Because I think yeah. that like really shouldn't change anything. Yeah, the Princess Diaries, right? Oh so. my gosh, I was literally just thinking Princess Diaries. Because so I know people love the second movie, and I I know people love Chris Pine, but they did Michael so wrong. Oh, they did for sure. That man, because I love Michael in the books, and in I books, just don't know why they so thought to change better. it. Yeah, he didn't I have that in the movies, you know. I I know that it's like a whole enemies to lovers trope that people really liked, and Chris Pine was cute in the second movie or whatever. But Michael liked her. And, she was just Mia, like oh yeah. God. They they did they did that boy so dirty. And everything with Josh, another Mandy Moore movie. I love that song, Stupid Cupid, by the way. But that that scene, that whole beach scene, was so messed up to another level. And I feel like that makeover was so problematic in itself. Yeah. And we were all like, wow, I wish I could have a makeover like that. So everyone in class would view me differently. Yeah, but like I don't know, just a lot of early two thousands rom coms were so problematic with yeah. what they projected. I think it, what is funny though, and I don't know if you relate to this, but and this is a very like twisted way of looking at it, but I think these kind of movies also gave girls a complex that all you you are just a way from a makeover to get a guy. Like you're good enough, and all you need is a makeover. And it's a very twisted way of thinking of it, but I think it like really gave the whole "I am not like other girls" complex too. Where like, sure, if I have a makeover, the boys will be behind me. But right now, I'm not like because I'm better than other girls. I can't with the "I'm not like other girls." That I, is probably my least friends, favorite trope. Literally, that irks me beyond words. Literally, it's like I'm not like other girls because I read. So it's like the categorically nerdy girl. Yes, I feel like. Rom com started it, and then Wattpad just took it and ran with it. And 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 the era of One Direction fan fiction just solidified it because it's just this girl who goes to a concert because her friends dragged her to it, and then she's reading at a concert, and Harry Styles looks at her. Oh my god! Can I tell you something so funny? So. Uh... When I was younger, like uh, I mean, I still don't really love sports, but I remember there was some World Cup going on, and mm. my entire family was watching. And I was like, you know what? Like I don't do sports, so I was sitting in that room with everyone on like the big projector screen, reading my little novel, acting like I was so cool. Oh, and when God. I think about that now, I was like, why was I that girl? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, I feel like all of us <laughs> have such cringe. <laughs> teenage things that we did which is where we thought we're just better than the others (laughs) like I read some better like I would literally sit in the classroom like in my class when like we have a free period or something and read I could have like talked to others I mean it was not always like that I I mean I was pretty outgoing I said why did I do that just to like look mysterious I don't know yeah like oh I'm that girl you know and I'm reading in the corner like oh god they're just (laughs) Sure. They fed us some nonsense for sure. But so much yeah, how? What was? What was your formative rom com? Okay, I think it was. This is also because of my obsession with Chad Michael Murray. Okay, Cinderella story. For sure. Yeah, I just love the premise of it. Also because I loved Hilary Duff at the time. 
Lizzie McGuire movie, you know. Yes. But when it came out, I was trying, like, trying to be an edgy. I was like, you know, I'm not watching it for Hillary. I'm watching it for CMM. And, like, he's, like, my guy. And I'm obsessed with him. And there were, like, these huge posters of the movie everywhere. And I remember watching it. I was just like, this is the most magical movie I'll ever see. And I'll be his thing in the background. And he, like, doesn't recognize her. And I'm like, wow, how romantic. And now I'm like, he, he didn't recognize her. And all she was wearing was a little tiny mask on her face. Like, this all these oh. Cinderella retellings is insane because okay, they get worse every time. <laughs> yeah, because they try to make that part very realistic where he doesn't recognize her. Um, have you watched another Cinderella story? The one with Selena Gomez? Yes, I have. I've seen them all. That <laughs> was my oh my gosh, I love that movie so much. I love it also, but like, wow, wow, the that <laughs> beginning. That beginning, like, um, whole thing where she goes to the studio and they're dancing together. Oh, my gosh. Would That's imagine? probably one of my... And then the, the way they just both touch the mirror and, like... The... Oh, my God. I um, loved those dance movies back in the day. Yeah, Fashion. I feel like there was a time where there was just so many of these dance... Like, either they were dancers or they were, like, trying to get into a competition one of them is definitely not a dancer the other one is and I yeah I mean they magically become a really good dancer to the movie yeah I I mean I know these are not rom-coms but I think this is like the step up era where like everyone was just doing dance movies and I I loved those and then at the end some of them would have that um little YouTube tutorial video where you could learn the dance and I was that person I would learn the dance at the end (laughs) that is so funny I'd make my younger brothers learn it with me so all three of us would do like oh my gosh that is so funny I TikTok was a thing when I was younger (laughs) you would have killed it Um, we can't not talk about dirty dancing if we are talking oh. about dance movies, the ultimate one, which I mean, was not of that era that we're talking about, but like Dirty Dancing like started it all, which so dreamy. I would just, he's so handsome. In that he movie. is so handsome. Like, Something about that movie. I just love, love the premise of it. I love obviously the soundtrack. And it was pretty, I guess, spicy in a way because yeah. they're carrying by the way, the how, how old was Baby? And how old was Patrick Swayze? That I, I think it's best not to know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> a little problematic. She is a minor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, is must be, he was like definitely in his 20s, like 24, sure. 25 at least. I and... picture her as a 16-year-old. Okay, I, I think I really don't want to know at this point. But do you know that they hated each other? The actors, they apparently hated each other. I read an article about that. But I also think, so this is funny. This is the antithesis of like, you know, the actors liking each other, right? But I also think a lot of these is because like the movies, they had too much chemistry and they were like, oh, they hated each other. And I always wonder if like, it was this weird thing where like, like, it's like enemies to lovers, but they they can't be lovers because one of them is, I don't know. I see if I was in a rom-com like that and if I had that much chemistry, I will fall in love like immediately. I don't know how. I mean, I guess they act and they act, but I can't. Oh my God. Would you rather be um, in an enemies to lovers trope or would you rather be in a rom-com with someone that you're deep, like you, like as the actors, you're deeply in love with the other person? I would take the enemies to lovers trope. Give it to me. <laughs> I love that trope. Like every book 
bookie page I'm on on Facebook or like group or whatever everyone's like give me a new enemies to lovers book I know you guys are over it but we are here for it I'm but never I like over it it's, a, it's never but in like rom-coms lately I feel like the rom-com had a little bit of a death in the middle like 2017 mm. to 20 maybe 19 yeah. or 28 yeah. like, I think so, this is my theory I feel like in the early 2000s, there was like all the teen movies, right? And I think they were the most famous rom-coms. Like, and then in the 2000s, we had a lot of these chick flick, which yeah. I hate that word, but it was, it was like the woman, the career woman, like Catherine Hale was in like half of it. Um, Love and it was like, oh my gosh, 20s, we have to talk about 27 dresses. One of I my favorite movies of all time. By the way, so they are way up in my list. Um, and like, it was that time where it was just like, it was always a career woman and the, it, and a lot of them had the enemies to lovers trope. But mm-hmm. I think they died down. And yeah, then, too. okay. I do you like Ugly Truth? I tried to watch it and it was so okay, I love it. I have seen it so many times. It's so bad. I love her. I want to punch him. Oh yeah, I also want to punch him for sure. But I love her. And I just, I was there for It was so impure. I think if I had watched it when I was younger, maybe I would have liked it. But I think... Oh, I was so young when I watched it. I watched it I literally tried to watch it like a couple of weeks ago because it oh, was no. on Netflix recommended and it's like, what is this? And he's so crass and oh God, he I is. could not oh get through yeah. it. It is problematic, but also generally, like if you think about it, like which early rom-coms movie, which early 2000s rom-com? That is true, but I think that, that movie is just like the height of misogyny, but but oh, okay yeah. so back to my theory so the chick flicks and all they were there then they died down and they went to hallmark and then we had the very template movies and i think that's when it died down people started just watching it as a joke and not like they were not actually good but then netflix started doing all the teen ones again so now there's like teen movies once again but they're all that but now it's awkward i'm like how can I be this woman pining over this 17-year-old in a high school rom-com? It's yeah. awkward and it's cringy and I hate it. <laughs> and it yeah, makes me so angry. I'm yeah. like, I want a rom-com about a woman in like her late 20s whose life is like low-key a disaster. And she's like, oh my God, like how do I do yeah. everything with nothing? Or just that's true. Life, you know, you know? So ha- did you watch the um, A Castle for Christmas? Yes. Of course you did. Um, I love that movie because it, I think after a long time I watched a movie where the leads are like middle-aged. She's like much older, which was really nice, I think, to see so because we always see uh, people in their 20s or like at most 30s. But it was nice that she was like, it's as if It's almost as if they forget that there are people between the age of like 25 and 35. Mm-hmm. they're kind of like just forgotten and then it's movies that are about like older people adults yeah. who have lived their life and they're married or yeah and whatever. whenever it's about older people it's always like sad existential movies have rom-coms mm-hmm. about people in their 40s For and sure. 50s too why like... why can't it be that way did you watch that movie um some kind of beautiful it was okay well it was a really bad rom-com but it was <laughs> it, i think uh the actor was, it was much older in that sense, but it was not good. I mean, okay, so speaking of older women, I think we have to talk about the trope of older women who either got dumped by her husband, got divorced, found out her husband is cheating, one of these things, 
decide to change her life oh and God. for some reason moves to Africa. I don't know why all these white women think they can search soul search in Africa, but they just go to Africa as a continent yes. of soul. Never to like one country. They're just like yeah, in Africa. I feel like there generally there is this glamorization of like leaving the West to yeah. find yourself. I'm like, if you're not finding yourself where you are, you're not going to find yourself there either. I mean, you'll find some fun. Maybe you'll find some animals. Yeah. And it's like the, I think it's like the eat, pray, love template. Like oh the Julia God. Roberts movie, which is like I am it going to so like I'm leaving the West and I'm like going and looking for myself in like I don't know some country in the East and it's so She's like, look at me I'm eating pizza in Naples and like everything is great and amazing and I'm like in India and an ashram and all of this and while I was reading the book and watching okay the movie I thought it was like bearable because it's kind of cutesy like fun it's always nice to like see that visual aspect. But the book, oh my God. So I told myself I'm not going to read it because I just had so many issues with it. But I had to read it for a class in uni. And I was like, I got this, like amazing. But it was just, it didn't cut it. And I was like, is this what the rom-com is eventually going to be? From something that like everyone like was like, oh my God, cutest love story ever. Like high school sweethearts, things like that. To the woman who's finding herself and maybe self-love. It could be a really interesting form of the rom-com, but it never got to that, you know? I think was it okay so I think there was a time when they tried to do tried to be feminist with rom-coms and failed so badly it was when I think they were trying to have you watched he's just not he's just not that into you yes, yes. oh god I simultaneously love and hate that movie I think there was some it was so bad but you know that that I personally love all three of those movies he's not just that he's just not that into Valentine's Day and um, New Year's Eve yes but yeah I do agree with that trying very hard to promote a form of feminism by using like the most basic standard by being like oh when a boy is mean to you that doesn't mean he likes you you know which is yeah. great for them to introduce I think yeah that- but it just seem, seems so surface level they were just trying their best yeah. to be like oh this is a feminist rom-com but it's and the irony but- was that like the guy who keeps telling her he's just not that into you is the one who's into her at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay, so that one, I ate that part up. That oh, yeah. whole last yeah. scene in that movie where she, where he mm. goes to her place, spoiler oh. alert, goes to a place and like, you're my exception. I was like, <laughs> yes, please. Okay, me too. I low-key cried because I am such a softy and romantic at heart. But It's so funny oh because I, so I literally once again that. like hate that whole like, you're not like other girls. But then he says, you're the exception. I'm like, yes. and your heart is like, oh, yes, honey. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah, that one. I Valentine's Day, I'm trying to remember like individual threads in that. But it was just Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. And oh, my gosh. That was I, that was like a fever dream. Now yes. that I think about it. <laughs> oh, my God. How cute. He quoted Taylor. I always thought it so funny when they were dating and I was like, if they get married, they'll both be Taylor Lautner. And then he actually ended up getting either married or getting engaged to a girl yeah. named Taylor. And I was like, he has a type. For sure. But you know what I didn't like about that movie is the way um, 
Patrick Dempsey, like the character he played, mm. because I was so deeply in love with him because of Grey's Anatomy. Yes, Seeing him yes. in that light as oh, a teacher, yeah. like, oh my god, you have destroyed and crushed my dreams. Speaking of, one of my Enchanted. favorite movies with him is Enchanted. <laughs> love it. Oh my that god. That movie, I, oh god, I think it was, I was, so there was a period of my life where I was obsessed with Amy Adams because of that movie. I was like, anything you're in, I will watch. I love you. I You're the most perfect human being ever. But <laughs> I think Enchanted was so cute. It was, I loved it was just it. so perfect. There was something about it that was cute, warm, fuzzy, and like, you know? Yeah. You know, one, like, I don't know if you would count this as a rom-com, but one movie I just really did not like at all was The Big Sick. I hated it. I mean, it makes sense that you would hate it considering how bad it portrays Pakistani women, period. I just cannot believe someone who was Pakistani was a part of creating a movie that showed us in such a light. Like, I think it's like worse that his wife wrote it. I think they yeah. both wrote it. I think they both wrote it together. Yeah, they did. And you know what's really funny is that he went to my high school. That he did so like stand-up comedy about my high school, how people were mean to him. And I was like, okay, that's that was really depressing. And then I was like, what are you doing now? It's almost as if he's taken up like the white man's burden. He's like, I'm going to make a movie and I'm going to show my culture and my people, but I'm going to show them in a really horrible light where they have absolutely nothing to give. Yeah. Um, so this true. this is these are the times when I'm just like don't give us representation please like I don't want I representation not have it. yeah <laughs> yeah I would rather just not have it than have this and all the Pakistani women were essentially used as props and that's mm. what really worked to me I think of course it's really interesting to see Rishta culture I guess from a different lens like see how the arranged marriage works and everything when you portray it like that, honey, no. Would you rather be a brown woman written by a white man or play a brown woman written by a brown man? Both of these are such bad choices. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I don't even want to. I would pick a brown man just because I would trust the known evil. I feel that. But it would still be bad. I know. There are some like, you know, brown yeah. men who write yeah. good women. Yeah. Kumail yeah. Anjan is not it. You are just not it. That was my reference to my other favorite rom-com, John Tucker Must Die, which is also... The, I love that movie. Have you watched the Bollywood remake, Ladies vs. Ricky Ball? No, I didn't know that that existed. Oh my God, I have to. I just rewatched John Tucker Must Die and I was like... It's so Randy Singh. Anushka Sharma and I forgot who else is in it. Yeah. Yeah. We want to um, play the game? Yes. Let's do it. Would you rather be the damsel in distress or play the lead main, the lead mean girl? I'd be the damsel in distress. I would like to be the damsel in distress at one point in my life. Like a fun <laughs> thing to do. Would you rather crazy stupid love or crazy rich Asians? I love crazy rich Asians. That movie made me cry. Like I was literally the first time I watched it. That oh. is such a beautiful movie. And that wedding scene, oh my I watched that and I was sitting there crying. I was like, this is so beautiful. So yeah. Okay, would you rather fall in love with a stranger in a foreign country or pursue someone who pretty much hates you? See, I always go for people who don't like me. So I think I would pick the other one. 
I only ever like people who don't like me. It's it's my toxic trait. So I would love to fall in love with a stranger in a foreign country. That would be so interesting. Oh my god, would you rather be um one of the characters in the holiday or into all the boys I've loved before? I so I have a soft spot for both movies. I'll pick to all the boys I've loved before. I just love the aesthetic of that movie. Would you rather star in an early two thousands? problematic rom-com or direct one of the really horrible Netflix rom-coms that have been coming out lately pick the second one Netflix seems like they pay a lot so I would direct a horrible movie and get the money I like that I like that okay small town girl or big city boy I like the big city character because it's it's always nice to like yeah I feel like I like the big city person who goes to the country and then like finds <laughs> yeah, instead I of the that. other way around basically every Christmas movie ever Yes, yes, that is, but you know, it, that template just works all the time, I think, because deep, deep inside, we all want that. If you live in the city, that's, that is, I feel like, no matter, I love the city, you know, I like grew up in a city, like I grew up with the hustle and bustle. And I think we all have that little fantasy where you just have like, it's just so peaceful, and you don't have to think about anything. And you just I get that. But I feel like if I were to live in suburbia, I would just not be happy. I need that volume, you know, the big city volume. So, um, have you seen these TikToks where these people are just like, like, I quit my job and moved to the south side of Italy. And look at my life now. And I am just like, I'm not white, one. (laughs) And two, I don't think it's like possible for everyone. We all love to hope. We all love to dream of that. Like you quit your job and move to some random place. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't that easy. I mean, I'll take a job that takes me to some random place. That's true. What do you think is like the perfect ingredient for a rom-com? Like a rom-com must have. I love a good gesture where either like an act of service or like a gift that means so much to the other person. So like, I I love that whole thing where someone tells the other person something and they remember it and they either get them something or like do something to them. And it's it's always the best one. I feel like I'll fold so easily when that happens. Um, I also want to kind of just name drop some maybe favorites that we didn't talk about. So ju- just so we did them justice. Do you have any like specific rom-coms that you want to just, I, one one I do want to mention is I actually love 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh my uh, God, yeah. One of my favorites. And I also absolutely love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, Both of them epitome of animation lovers. Iconic movies. How they are so good. Also um, good. Heath Ledger. Oh my god. Yeah, Heath Ledger is just such a good rom-com hero. Um, he I know he's good. like more known for like his serious roles, but he's such but, a good yeah. rom-com hero. And that. and Bridget Jones Diary. I know has a lot of <laughs> cringe oh, things in it. I get it such an embarrassment. Cringe. I get secondhand embarrassment every time I watch it. But Colin Firth in that movie, you know, baby kisses her in the end. Oh my god. I watched that scene like again and again. Have you seen that one, Music and Lyrics? Hugh Grant? No. Drew Barrymore? Oh my god. Oh my gosh, we we should have talked about Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler combo. (laughs) Oh my god. Yes, 51st Dates blended 500 movies yes it's so funny how like i i think that is also i always love when there's a very trusted couple like there's a good 
partnership that you love would it. love to watch them in rom-coms or like some actresses like I feel like I mean we talked about Catherine Hale I, I think at one point was Meg Ryan and like Meg Ryan yes. and Tom Hanks you got I real. would watch it Sleepless in Seattle they, they're sure. such a power combo you love their on-screen chemistry and you can you always know it's going to be good just because yeah I think like recently there's been less of that but sure. I, I, because I, now I think there isn't like that iconic rom-com anymore I think people are more um reluctant to be typecast these days yeah. unless unless you're that guy from to all the boys I've loved before Noah Centineo yes unless you're him he he's only good for one thing and that's rom-coms and he's doing bad ones after that movie too it's that's, so funny uh, how he was that was the only good one he so just fun. went from white boy of the month to downhill so fast I've never seen someone do I that I was crushing on him so hard I was like no yes he just yeah. went downhill so fast I think it was the same with Ansel Elgort when he was he was like very popular when he did Falls Around yeah. Us and then he just went downhill I did like Baby Driver but after that I think I don't know what he's doing and well the pot um, stars that you know I didn't cry as much as I thought I would I think because everyone told me I'm gonna cry so much yeah I, I mean I, I I was that person who you know that book was my personality at one point of time was my whole personality but I the book the movie didn't make me feel as much I think it was it was a little weird but yeah I think I think that was all the movies that I wanted to shout out and do you have anything else I think that's about it oh my best friend's wedding I love that one oh yeah I mean Julia Roberts pretty woman <laughs> pretty woman how could I forget pretty woman yeah. in Oh she God. is so cute in that. She is but you cute. know that Julia Roberts is actually a very, very mean person in real life. <gasps> I wish yeah. you hadn't told me that. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just <laughs> ruining people in movies. Literally both of us. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. No, I feel like we will send you guys a little teaser about our next episode also soon. Yes. And... Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, let us know um, in the comments. Let us know through Instagram what your let favorite rom coms are. Would you rather answer as well? Would you rather answers as well? Yes. Uh, we can also post the would you rather on yeah, our Instagram, so you can you can check this out. Um, yeah. yeah, let us know your favorite rom coms, your favorite tropes, your least favorite ones. If you agreed with us. Uh, and we will see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Bye. Bye.